Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast from Israel, where we read through all of scripture in one year, based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna, and I'm your reader today. Today is Wednesday, the 11th of May, and on the Hebrew calendar, it is the 10th of Iyar, the 25th day of the Omer Counts. And also, according to tradition, it was this day in history when the high priest Eli died, 1 Samuel 4.18, when he mentioned the Ark of God, Eli fell off the seat backward beside the gate, and his neck was broken, and he died, for he was old and heavy. Thus he judged Israel forty years. Well, this week, our Torah portion, or Parasha is called Emor, which means speak. And today's reading will be the fourth reading, Leviticus 23, 1 through 22. Before we get into our scripture readings, let's take a moment to bless God first and to thank Him for giving us His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel, and to all peoples, through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. And the Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel, and tell them, The appointed feasts of the Lord, which you shall proclaim to be holy convocations, even these are my appointed feasts. Six days shall work be done, But the seventh day is a Shabbat of solemn rest, a holy convocation. You shall do no kind of work. It is a Shabbat to the Lord in all your dwellings. These are the appointed feasts of the Lord, even holy convocations, which you are to proclaim at their appointed times. In the first month, on the fourteenth day of the month in the evening, it is the Pesach of the Lord. On the fifteenth day of the same month is the feast of matzot to the Lord. Seven days you shall eat matzah. On the first day you shall have a holy convocation. You shall do no regular work, but you shall offer an offering made by fire to the Lord seven days. On the seventh day is a holy convocation. You shall do no regular work. Then the Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel and tell them, When you have come into the land which I give to you, and shall reap its harvest, then you shall bring the sheaf of the first fruits of your harvest to the Kohen. He shall wave the sheaf before the Lord to be accepted for you. On the next day after the Shabbat, the Kohen shall wave it. On the day when you wave the sheaf, you shall offer a male lamb without blemish, a year old for a burnt offering to the Lord. The grain offering with it shall be two-tenths of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil, an offering made by fire to the Lord for a pleasant aroma, and the drink offering with it shall be of wine, the fourth part of a hin. You must not eat bread or roasted grain, or fresh grain, until this same day, until you have brought the offering of your God. 
This is a statute forever throughout your generations in all your dwellings. You shall count from the next day after the Shabbat, from the day that you brought the sheaf of the wave offering. Seven Shabbats shall be completed. The next day after the seventh Shabbat, you shall count fifty days, and you shall offer a new grain offering to the Lord. You shall bring out of your habitations two loaves of bread for a contribution made of two-tenths of an ephah of fine flour. They shall be baked with chametz for first fruits to the Lord. You shall present with the bread seven lambs without blemish a year old, one young bull and two rams. They shall be a burnt offering to the Lord with their grain offering and their drink offerings, even an offering made by fire of a sweet aroma to the Lord. You shall offer one male goat for a sin offering and two male lambs a year old for a sacrifice of peace offerings. The Kohen shall wave them with the bread of the first fruits for a contribution before the Lord with the two lambs. They shall be holy to the Lord for the Kohen. You shall make proclamation on the same day that there shall be a holy convocation to you. You shall do no regular work. This is a statute forever in all your dwellings throughout your generations. When you reap the harvest of your land, you must not wholly reap into the corners of your field, and you must not gather the gleanings of your harvest. You must leave them for the poor and for the foreigner. I am the Lord your God. That was Leviticus 23, 1 through 22. And today's portion from the prophets is Jeremiah chapter 1. The words of Yirmiyahu, the son of Chilkiyahu, one of the Kohanim who were in Anatot in the land of Binyamin. The word of the Lord came to him in the days of Yoshiahu, the son of Ammon, king of Yehuda, in the thirteenth year of his reign. It came also in the days of Jehoiakim, the son of Yoshiahu, king of Yehuda, to the end of the eleventh year of Tzidkiahu, the son of Yoshiahu, king of Yehuda, to the carrying away of Yerushalayim, captive in the fifth month. Now the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I have appointed you a prophet to the nations. Then I said, Alas, Lord, Lord, behold, I do not know how to speak, for I am a child. But the Lord said to me, Do not say, I am a child, for you must go to whomever I send you, and you must say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid because of them, for I am with you to rescue you, says the Lord. Then the Lord stretched out his hand and touched my mouth, and the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. Behold, I have today set you over the nations and over the kingdoms to uproot and to tear down, to destroy and to overthrow, to build and to plant. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Yirmiyahu, what do you see? And I said, I see a branch of an almond tree. Then the Lord said to me, 
You have seen well, for I watch over my word to perform it. The word of the Lord came to me the second time, saying, What do you see? And I said, I see a boiling cauldron, and it is tipping away from the north. Then the Lord said to me, Out of the north evil will break out on all the inhabitants of the land. For behold, I will call all the families of the kingdoms of the north, says the Lord. They will come, and they will each set his throne at the entrance of the gates of Yerushalayim, and against all its walls all around, and against all the cities of Yehuda. I will utter my judgments against them concerning all their wickedness, in that they have forsaken me, and have burned incense to other gods, and worshipped the works of their own hands. You, therefore, put your belt on your waist, arise and say to them all that I command you. Do not be dismayed at them, lest I dismay you before them. For behold, I have made you today a fortified city, an iron pillar, and bronze walls against the whole land, against the kings of Judah, against its princes, against its Kohanim, and against the people of the land. They will fight against you, but they will not prevail against you. For I am with you, says the Lord, to rescue you. That was Jeremiah chapter 1. Our portion today from the writings is Job 11. Then Tzophar the Naamatite answered and said, Should not the multitude of words be answered? Should a man full of talk be justified? Should your boastings make men hold their peace? When you mock, will no man make you ashamed? For you say, My doctrine is pure, and I am clean in your eyes. But oh, that God would speak and opened his lips against you, that he would show you the secrets of wisdom, for true wisdom has two sides. Know, therefore, that God exacts of you less than your iniquity deserves. Can you fathom the mystery of God, or can you probe the limits of Shaddai? They are as high as heaven. What can you do? They are deeper than Sheol. What can you know? Its measure is longer than the earth and broader than the sea. If he passes by or confines or convenes a court, then who can oppose him? For he knows false men, and he sees iniquity also, even though he does not consider it. An empty-headed man becomes wise when a man is born as a wild donkey's colt. If you set your heart aright, stretch out your hands toward him. If iniquity is in your hand, put it far away, and do not let unrighteousness dwell in your tents. Surely then you will lift up your face without spot. Yes, you will be steadfast and will not fear. For you will forget your misery, you will remember it, like waters that have passed away. Life will be clearer than the noonday. Though there is darkness, it will be as the morning. You will be secure because there is hope. Yes, you will search and will take your rest in safety. Also, you will lie down, and no one will make you afraid. Yes, many will court your favor, but the eyes of the wicked will fail. They will have no way to flee and their hope will be the giving up of the Spirit.
That was Job 11. Our final portion today, our portion from the Apostles, is Romans chapter 9. I tell the truth in Messiah. I am not lying. My conscience testifying with me in the Ruach HaKodesh, that I have great sorrow and unceasing pain in my heart. For I could wish that I myself were accursed from Messiah for the sake of my brothers, my relatives according to the flesh, who are Israelites, whose is the adoption, the glory, the covenants, the giving of the Torah, the service, and the promises, of whom are the fathers, and from whom is Messiah, as concerning the flesh, who is over all, God blessed for ever. Amen. But it is not as though the word of God has come to nothing, for they are not all Israel that are of Israel, neither because they are Avraham's offspring are they all children, but through Yitzchak your offspring will be named. That is, it is not the children of the flesh who are children of God, but the children of the promise are counted as heirs. For this is a word of promise. At the appointed time I will come, and Sarah will have a son. And not only so, but Rivka also conceived by one, by our father Yitzchak. For being not yet born, neither having done anything good or bad, that the purpose of God according to election might stand, not of works, but of him who calls. It was said to her, The older will serve the younger. As it is written, Yaakov I loved, but Esav I hated. What shall we say then? Is there unrighteousness with God? May it never be. For he said to Moshe, I will have mercy on whom I have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I have compassion. So then it is not of him who wills, nor of him who runs, but of God who has mercy. For the scripture says to Pharaoh, For this very purpose I caused you to be raised up, that I might show in my power, in you my power, and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. So then, he has mercy on whom he desires, and he hardens whom he desires. You will say to me then, Why does he still find fault? For who withstands his will? But indeed, O man, who are you to reply against God? Will the thing formed ask him who formed it? Why did you make me like this? Has the potter no right over the clay to make from the same lump one vessel for honor and another for dishonor? What if God, willing to show his wrath and to make his power known, endured with much patience vessels of wrath prepared for destruction, and that he might make known the riches of his glory on vessels of mercy, which he prepared beforehand for glory, us, whom he also called, not from the Jews only, but also from the Gentiles. As he says also in Hosea, I will call them my people which were not my people, and her beloved who was not beloved. And it will be in that place where it was said to them, You are not my people. There they will be called children of the living God. And Yeshayahu cries out concerning Israel, 
If the number of the sons of Israel are as the sand of the sea, it is the remnant who will be saved, for he will finish the work and cut it short in righteousness, because the Lord will make a short work upon the earth. And as Yeshayahu has said before, unless the Lord of hosts had left us a seed, we would have become like Sdom and would have been made like Amorah. What shall we say then? That the Gentiles who did not pursue righteousness have attained righteousness? Even the righteousness which is of faith. But Israel, following after a Torah of righteousness, did not attain to the Torah of righteousness. Why? Because they did not seek it by faith, but as it were by works. For they stumbled over the stumbling stone, just as it is written, Behold, I lay in Zion a stumbling stone and a rock of offense, and he who believes in him will not be put to shame. That was Romans 9, and it concludes the readings for today. However, if you're reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading Matthew 25, 1 through 23 today also. I pray that this podcast was a blessing to you as you go about your day today and that the words of God will go deep into your heart and bear fruit in your life. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom until next time.